Well, amen. Let's get our Bibles open this morning to the 121st Psalm, Psalm 121 this morning. And we'll dive right in, Psalm 121, as we continue in some selected scriptures in the book of Psalms this morning. Psalm 121, and look at the first verse. It says this, I will lift up mine eyes to the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and the earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Let's pray together this morning. Father, we love you. Lord, we thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you, Lord, just, Lord, for what you've done here. Lord, I thank you for the wonderful music this morning. Lord, I, Lord my heart's already been stirred through it. Lord, I, I thank you for it. Lord, I thank you, Lord, just for your people. Lord, I, I pray this morning as we study this text, God, I pray that you would speak to us. Lord, I, I pray for, Lord, the small group that's meeting right now. Lord, I pray for the kids' classes this morning. Lord, the teenage discipleship that's going on right now. God, I pray that you just be at work all over this property. Father, we love you. Lord, I, I pray that everything that's said and done here today, God gives you glory. In your precious and your holy name we pray. Amen. Psalms 120 through Psalms 134. If you have your Bible, you'll see a little phrase under Psalm 21 that would say something like this. A psalm of degrees. Okay, uh, Many times you'll see that. So Psalms 120 through Psalms 134, you may see it something like this under there. It may say a psalm of ascent. Some have labeled Psalm 121 specifically as the soldier's song or as the traveler's song. These chapters were a hymn book that they would use on a pilgrim's journey. There would be three important journeys that the children of Israel would take every year to Jerusalem. The first one was the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which would be celebrating their exodus, their gratitude um, for God delivering them out of the bondage of Egypt. So they would go in the spring to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. The second one would be the Feast of Harvest or Weeks. This would be Pentecost. Um, they, would, they would give gratitude for the grain that God would have provided during the summer. The third time they would have taken this journey and they would have sang these psalms would be for the Feast of the Booths or the Feast of the Tabernacle expressing um, final gratitude for that final harvest which, which would be in the fall time. On these journeys as they would sing these songs or these hymns of ascent, they would sing, and really what they're doing, they're worshiping and they are singing on their journey up the hill. They're looking to, to, to what's going to happen in that place of worship at the house of God. These songs would have been like those soldier songs. If you've ever seen videos of soldiers when they're singing and they're chanting together, this would be those songs that they would be singing along the journey. Men, they would be singing these men as they're walking, all of them in different stages of life, all of them at different ages, but all of them headed to the same place. And there's some great reminders specifically in this psalm this morning, and I've titled this some reminders for the weary traveler. 
You see, every one of us this morning, we're on a journey called life. Would y'all agree with that? And sometimes, how many of y'all figured out that sometimes life, man, man, it could be a rough road every once in a while. Man, there can be some times where it can get heavy. Am I the only one? Man, there can be some times where there can be some hard times along this journey. I wish for the Christian, I wish for you and for me, I wish once we got saved, don't you, that everything was just perfect? Man, I wish it was. How many of y'all figured out that ain't the case? Man, there's some roadblocks along the way. Man, there's some relational disappointments along the way. Man, there's times where there's health disappointments along the way. Man, there's times where there's financial disappointments along the way. Man, there's times where it just gets tough. Man, there's times when there's mental battles that we deal with. Man, there's times on this journey of life where there's unexpected problems. Man, there's man, uh, friends of ours uh, this week lost a, a young lady in their life, 28 years old this week. Man, those things that we hate to go through, those things we hate to see people go through. I saw uh, my friend Otis here last night, man, who they, 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 their, their child was born with all kinds of health issues. and ended up, I preached the funeral here just a few months ago of that six-year-old. Saw Otis last night and trying to explain to him, man, the journey of life can be tough. He knows something about that suffering. Man, he knows something about, man, life along the way getting hard. Man, have y'all, has anybody else ever experienced some of that? I believe in this psalm, it's one that I've leaned on in my own life. Man, when the journey sometimes along the road of life can get tough, man, there's some reminders in God's Word, man, that David wrote and the children of Israel sang all different ages, all different demographics, all different places, all, listen, but all headed to the same place that they were singing that I believe God reminds us about Himself in this text this morning. I love what he says in verse number one right off the bat. Look at it. I'm going to teach through it and then I'm going to come back around and give you four or five things. But look at this. I will, this is what they're singing. This is awesome. I will lift up my eyes. (laughs) As they're on this journey, as they're making this pilgrimage, as they're having this ascent to the holy city to meet, to celebrate these feasts, really to worship with God's people for God's days and celebrate that. Man, they're singing on their way, and the first thing that they say, I'm not going to look down, I'm not going to look around. And this is a reminder for every one of his Christians, I need to be looking where? If you look down, guess what's going to happen? You're going to see dirt. If you look around, guess what's going to happen? You're going to see disappointment. But if you look up, guess what you're going to see? Oh my goodness, you're going to see the house of God and you're going to see God sitting on the throne. It's all determined by what we're looking at. It says, first of all, look up. Look, look what he says. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. And I love this next phrase. From whence cometh my help. I'm not going to look down. You know why? There's no help there. I'm not going to look around. You know why? There's no help there. But I've got to look up because you know why? Man, that's where help comes from. Man, that's where every one of us, if we look up, man, we see God seated on the throne. That's where true help comes from. Look at verse 2. My, and this is why this is such a big deal. Well, why does it matter if we look at God? I mean, is that really that big a deal? And look what they sing about, verse 2. My help coming from the Lord. And here's the big part. Which what? Which made the heaven and the earth. When I look down, I don't see a creator. When I look around, I don't see a creator. Right? When I look up, guess who I see? 
the creator. I think sometimes, if we're not careful, we'll forget that the God we serve. Not only, listen, he's the one in Genesis chapter number one that it says this about him. In the beginning, listen, God created the heavens and the earth. And it says that he spoke and whatever he said ended up happening. Man, that's the help that we have. When we're looking up, listen, we have access to come boldly to the throne of grace this morning, to obtain help in a time of need to the creator of the universe. I'm talking about the one that stepped out on nothing one day and said, let there be light, and there was light. I'm talking about the one that, <coughs> that out of nothing created the heavens and the earth and took dirt and breathed in the breath in the dirt, and it became a living soul. I'm, is everybody awake in here? That's the one we have help. That's the one we have access to. The reason we need to look up is because, listen, we don't just serve some dead God. We don't just serve some God that's a statue. No, we serve the creator. Man, the one who gives life. The one that we're trying to march up the hill, he's the one who created the hill. Man, the one when we're having a problem, he's the one who allowed the problem. Man, he is the creator God. That's who we have access to. We must look up. Look at verse 3. He made the heaven and earth. I love this. Verse 3. He will not suffer that for thy foot to be moved. Listen, you know what that carries the idea of? Man, he's not going to allow you to stumble and fall. Man, he can keep you from falling. He can help you have good footing. And I love this next verse. This is awesome. He that, or the, the second half of verse 3. He that keepeth thee, look at this, will not what? Man, he ain't asleep. His eyes are open. He's not distracted. Think about this. He knows what's going on in your life. Every detail, every problem, every issue, everything that's going on in your life, he knows about it this morning. He's not asleep. He's not ignoring you. Look at the next verse. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Now, some of you are sleeping already this morning. Bob, good to see you, buddy. Woke up. He woke up right on time. Listen, some of us, listen, he don't ever sleep. He never sleeps in. We never go to him, and he's laying in bed and doesn't have time. He's not tired this morning. Nothing surprises him. Is everybody tracking me? That's the God we serve. He's creator, and he doesn't sleep. That's awesome. Man, he, he's aware of what's going on in your life. <laughs> I mean, that's good news for us. The one who created, he knows. what you're, Listen, he's been touched with the feeling of our infirmities, by the way, the Word of God says. He knows what you're going through. He's been tempted in all points, like we are, yet without sin. He knows the struggle that you have. He's not asleep. I love it. Look at this. This is awesome. Verse 5. You got your Bibles open? Look at this. The Lord is thy keeper. Aren't you thankful he keeps us? Listen, if your salvation, if you could, if you could earn it, you could also lose it this morning. I'm thankful that I'm in his hand. I'm thankful that, listen, I couldn't earn it. I couldn't do nothing to deserve it. It's by his grace this morning, and he keeps me. Look at this. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. Man, that shadow, that shade, he's protecting us. You say, what do you mean? Well, he explains it. Look at verse 6. As they're on this journey, the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. He says this, God, and he's he's using an analogy here. Man, God is your protector. He's your protector. He's your sunscreen. You ain't got to worry about putting on sunscreen because your God's the creator and he ain't asleep. Anybody ever forgot to put on sunscreen? I see a lot of white people in here this morning. 
Man, I've been to the beach before, and I put on sunscreen, and then I, I didn't put it on like I should. And I got like fingerprints. Anybody else ever done that before? Man, you get burned. There is nothing more miserable. And then I try to be a tough guy. I told Sarah, man, I've been working out a little bit. I'm going to get tan. So I ain't putting on no sunscreen. And I go out there, that is a ridiculous thing to do. Man, I've, I've, before in my life, I've gotten so sunburned. I've got lobster legs where, man, you try to put your socks on on those shins and you're saying stuff you shouldn't say in church. Somebody help me. Man, I've had it before where I got those blisters on my shoulders. Anybody ever had those before? I remember as a teenager, I was going to be a tough guy. I don't need no sunscreen, Mom. I don't need to listen to you. Be at teen camp. Man, I remember out that pool getting fried. Next morning I woke up, literally had blisters. I'm talking about immense pain. He's telling them, he's using this. Listen, as you're on that journey, as you're traveling along, he is our shade that protects us from the harming of the sun. It's awesome to think about. Look at this. Look, look, look what he says here. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. Man, that darkness. Look at this. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. I love this. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth. And I love these last couple words here. Even forevermore. For all eternity. If you're saved, listen, he is protecting us for all eternity. If you're, if you're a believer this morning, if you follow Jesus, if you've been saved by the grace of God, this is the good news. Listen, we're always going to be protected. There's no judgment for us. Is everybody tracking me? There's no eternal punishment for us. He's already paid that for now and forevermore. By the way, this is the reason that I tell Christians we shouldn't be walking around with the poochie lip disease because it ain't that bad. We're only going to live forever. We're only going to live eternally. The worst it's ever going to be for us, by the way, is right now. Death is just the doorway. Somebody help me. I believe that. There ain't no grave going to hold us down. I believe that this morning. Man, I believe that it only gets better on the other side. Okay? He says he's going to keep us forevermore. So what do we do with this now here on this journey and here on this life? I just want to give you a couple things to think about this morning. Already some good stuff in that text, isn't there? The first thing I just want to remind you of is, listen, number one is as we're on this journey of life, we need to remember we have the help of the Creator. We have the help of the Creator. Your help and my help, guess who it comes from? The one that made the heavens and the earth. Think about this. We would all amen that this morning if I said that like, yeah, we can, we can man, we got God's help. This is, you know what we, we need to do, though, in light of that? When we need help, guess who we need to ask for help? Man, how often? Man, I hate asking for help. Don't y'all? Like, man, that's a last resort. I have stuff busted up in my house before I'm calling somebody. And I've, I've already made a mess of it because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, hey, Chris. <laughs> Got water everywhere. You know, I try to do it on my own. How many of y'all have ever done that before? We hate it. How many of y'all hate asking for directions? Huh? You ever stopped at the store? Me and Sarah got lost one time. You know what? Hey, baby, can you go and ask for directions? Somebody help me for GPS. How many of y'all remember back in the day when you had to travel and you had to print out MapQuest directions? Anybody remember them days before these smart? I'd get rid of my smartphone if it wasn't for the GPS thing. I'm dead serious. But I, that thing has saved me so many times. I remember us going on vacation one time. We were driving to New York City. We had a, we had a folder like this with paper clips. And I'm like, she's over there. Listen, that does not do good for a marriage. I'm just telling you right now. You miss that exit, all that, and we finally get to that point. I remember one night, you remember this? We were in Tennessee one time, MapQuest Directions. 
We're following those things, and we are sitting. We're supposed to be on some highway, and we are literally sitting looking at a cornfield. And it says we're like, that's where we're supposed to be. We don't like asking for help. Why? Because we have to humble ourselves in order to do it. Many times in our marriages, we don't ask for help because we have to humble ourselves. We have to admit we have an issue. With an addiction, many times we don't ask for help because we have to humble ourselves and admit we have a problem. Many times with our attitudes, we don't ask for help because we have to admit we have a problem. Many times when it comes to relationships in general, we don't ask for help because we have to admit. Listen, can I just tell you, the most miserable people in the world are those that won't admit they have a problem. Sometimes it's good for us just to go to God and say, God, I don't got this. Like, I like to act like I got it, don't y'all? Like, I like to walk in here this morning, we're going to build this building, we're going to raise $5 million. You know, I like to do that. I'm scared to death. You know what I have to do? Ask for his help. It's every area of life. Some of us right now stink as parents because we're trying to do it on our own. (laughs) Huh? I've been there, man, because we don't ask for his help. Number one, I just want to encourage you. Along this journey, ask for God's help. If you're struggling in your relationships, ask for God's help. The second thing I just want to remind you of this morning, we got a hustle in verse number three. He keeps us from following. He keeps us from stumbling. Listen, he provides light when it's dark. He provides stability when it's slippery. He provides an arm to grab when I'm tripping. Man, think about that. When you're getting ready to fall, I just want to tell you this. Reach up and grab his arm because he ain't going nowhere. We stand in grace this morning. Man, he helps us to stand, doesn't he? Think about this. He helps us to stand. Let me give you a couple. We've got to roll through these. We stand in grace, Romans 5, 2, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. You know, this morning we stand in the gospel, 1 Corinthians 15, 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which is preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand. If you're saved this morning, you stand in the gospel. We stand in courage and strength. 1 Corinthians 16, 13, watch ye and stand fast in the faith. We stand in faith. 2 Corinthians 1, 24, not for that we have dominion over your faith, but helpers of your joy. For ye stand in faith. We stand in Christian liberty. And aren't you thankful for that, by the way, this morning? Man, we're free this morning. Y'all know that as believers, we are free from the law this morning. That's why somebody says, oh, you do this Halloween, you do this and that. I'm so free this morning. I could sit under a Christmas tree in my Halloween costume eating an Easter egg. Somebody help me this morning. <laughs> Listen, we have Christian liberty this morning. It says this, Galatians 5.1. Stand fast, therefore, the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free and not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Some of us this morning are living under the law and the yoke of bondage, and Jesus gives us freedom from that. Religion versus relationships. Some of y'all better believe that this morning. See, we, it's easy for us to live under the law because we like to be able to have something to live up to instead of living under liberty where we're already complete in Christ. We're already, is everybody tracking me this morning? So we've got to think of where we're at. We stand in Christian unity. Uh, Philippians 1.27, only let your conversation be as it becometh of the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit. With one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. We stand in the Lord, Philippians 4, 1. Therefore, my brethren, uh, my, my dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. The third thing that I noticed, not only this morning, does he, does he, is he, do we have the help of the Creator? Does He keep us from falling? I like this. He never falls asleep at the wheel. He never falls asleep at the wheel. Think about this. He is always in control. 
We were driving a few weeks ago during the hurricane to Charlotte. We had to go to the airport to pick somebody up. There was a car in front of us, and uh, we were probably about six car lengths behind it, maybe. And that car just started hydroplaning and just started spinning. Anybody else ever just been out of control when you have no control? Man, it's one of the hardest things in the world. It's a scary moment. It's a, even for us watching someone else in control, you're worried if you're going to... Listen, his hands in this world are in control of the steering wheel. That's why we can trust him this morning. Because he's not asleep, because he's not slumbering, he is in control. He is never distracted. He is always aware. His eyes are always open. He does not veer. He's in the lane. He's headed in the right direction. And then lastly, I love this one. He protects us in every season. When the sun's shining and it can burn us, he's protecting us in that season. When it's dark and we don't know what's on the other side, he's protecting us in the sun. Listen, in the summer, he is your shade carries the idea of this. He is your shadow this morning. I, I love the 91st Psalm. It's Psalm 91.1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Listen, He is there. Man, His shadow is covering you this morning. In the night, He is your light this morning. He preserves you. Listen, in God, there is no darkness at all. And I think sometimes along this journey, man, we're walking along that road and we're headed up that mountain. And if we're not careful, as believers, we'll forget that He's right there with us. Man, He's there and He just wants us to look up. And He just wants us to ask for help. And He just wants us to trust that He's got this and it's going to be okay. And that His hands are on the steering wheel. And He knows what you're going through this morning. And I just want you to think about that. Whatever you're going through, wherever you find yourself, we all on a different journey this morning. We're all at different places along this thing of life. Man, we've all got different problems. We've all got different successes. We've all got different heartaches. We've all got different blessings. But no matter where we are on the journey, this is what I want to tell you this morning. He is there, and he's right there with you. He loves you. I thought of this verse. He won't, as you're walking along life's journey, if you're saved this morning, he will never leave you, and he will never forsake you. That's the hope that we have this morning. Maybe you've never looked to Him for salvation. I want to encourage you today, if the Holy Spirit is drawing you, don't leave today without seeing one of our counselors at the end of the service. And they'll sit down with a Bible and not tell you what some man says or what some religion says, but they'll show you what God says about how you can know. Listen, that how you can know where you'll spend eternity. Maybe you're here this morning and you've been trying to do this journey on your own. You've been trying to walk on your own a little bit. You've been trying to be a parent on your own. You've been trying to be the husband on your own or the wife on your own. You've been trying to be the boss or the leader or whatever, wherever you're at. Maybe you've been trying to do it on your own. Can I just encourage you today to stop? Because he's right there. And he wants to help you. And you may feel weak this morning. This is the good news. When we are weak, guess who's strong? And sometimes it takes us being weak before we can allow him to be strong. We have to admit that we don't have this and say, God, I need you. Got to look up got to trust that he can this morning. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Let's stand to our feet. Matt's going to sing. The altar's open if you need a place to pray this morning.